Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Augustine of Hippo. Right here, Augustine. Oh, water, Mother. Sip of water. Here. You're so weak. Let me hold your head up. Thank you. It's better. Your cheek is warmer, my son. The fever seems even worse. I've slept and wakened so often that day and night seem to have no meaning. How long have I been like this? Almost two weeks now. Oh, Augustine, I'm weary with prayers for you. But God doesn't hear me. It is I who should be praying, but prayer is new to me. And why should God hear my voice when I'm not even a Christian? Just believing in him should be enough. But is it? I'm not sure. Augustine, I'm going to do something against your father's wishes. I'm going to summon the priest. No. No. You must be baptized. If anything should happen, and you've not been baptized, I'd never forgive myself or your father. But, But you know how he feels. I won't put it off any longer because of your father. Hope that your father doesn't find out. I'll be back with the priest soon. This way, Father Manitus. My son is in the next room. Monica, what is that priest doing here? Trickers! I didn't know you had returned home. I thought you could bring this priest here despite my orders, eh? 
The boy is ill, Patricus. So very ill. I'm afraid he may die. And if he does die, it must be as a Christian. So you summoned this priest to baptize him. Well, I won't permit it. Please, Patricus, please. Augustine himself has asked. Has he? The result of your instruction, eh? Instruction behind my back. Don't think I haven't suspected what's been going on. You and your prayers to a God that doesn't exist. God forgive you. He doesn't exist, I say. If he did, why hasn't he brought good fortune to us? Why hasn't he made our son well? I've heard you praying often enough for a dozen gods to answer. I won't have my son's last few hours cluttered up with meaningless prayer. If he has to die, then he will die, and that will be the end. Oh, Patricus, there's no harm in baptizing our son before he dies. I won't have it. Get out, please. Get out, I say. We don't want you. Patricus, for our own son's sake. For mine. Get out! There'll be no baptism here. Look at him, wife. Look closely. He's dead. So this is your God's mercy, eh? To take our son? And to him you prayed for what? I've been right all along. There is no God. There are no gods. Oh, dear Lord. This is thy will. Forgive me for failing to have the boy die in a state of grace. Stop there! And forgive my husband. Despite what he says, he is a good man, as you well know. Monies, please. It's no use. The boy is dead. There is nothing your prayers can do. There is nothing your God can do. Mother. Mother. I was sleeping. Has, has the priest come? Not yet. Not yet, my son. Augustine, my son. You, you live. I fell into a deep sleep. Now, now I feel stronger. Your cheek is cooler. You were so close to death, my son. Surely, surely only God has saved you. Perhaps the boy was not as ill as he seemed. Only God could have saved Augustine. Can't you realize that? Whether or not it was your God who saved him, I cannot say. It was God. When Mother left for the priest to baptize me, and I was alone, I prayed. And as I spoke to God, I was filled with a... How shall I describe it? With such a feeling of happiness and peace... I felt as if I was not alone, but that God was with me, and I gave myself to him. I felt as if whatever he wanted was what I'd accept, death or life. And having agreed to what I felt was his will, I became at peace within myself. Oh, Mother. My son. Father. Oh. It truly was a glorious feeling. And as you can see... It was life God gave me. Oh, dear Lord, we'll be ever grateful. Now that you've seen for yourself what God has done, surely you no longer will oppose the Baptist. I, I don't know. 
Do you continue to deny God when he has given us back our son? I'm not convinced it was your God who gave him back to us. However, very well. When the boy is stronger, do what you wish about the baptism. How glad I am to see you able to walk about. Oh, I feel so much stronger now. Oh. I almost feel my old self again. Then it's time, my son. Time? For what? Tomorrow I'll bring the priest here, and you'll be baptized. Mother, uh, I, uh, I've changed my mind. Changed your mind? I don't understand. Well, I, I don't mean that I'll never be baptized. I, uh, I just like to put it off for a while. Why? Why, my son? Well, for one thing, I'd like to study more. My mind is so full of questions without answers. I, I must find those answers before I truly can be prepared to receive the sacrament. But you were prepared to be baptized a couple of weeks ago. I thought I was dying. Now there's... No need for hurry, is there? Perhaps in a few months. Sometime in the future, Mother, but not tomorrow. Not so soon. All right, my son. All right. Oh, how I wished... What is it? What do you wish? If only I'd been able to have you baptized when you were an infant. Now, now you seem strangely reluctant about it. I'm frightened. In due time, Mother, I'll be baptized... I promise you, in due time. <laughs> and so you see, my friend, even a blind man can find pleasure in his infirmity. <laughs> you made it up. You made up the whole story. On my honor, Olympias, it's the truth. I heard him say it the day we arrived here in Carthage. <laughs> it's a very funny story, Augustine. But now I'd better be leaving. Wait. Where are you going so early? Augustine, my dear friend, not all of us are as brilliant in their studies as you. Oh. There are examinations tomorrow, and unless I spend what remains of the night studying, I'll surely fail. Oh, Olympias, don't worry so. Stay with us a while longer, and then I'll help you learn everything you'll need for the test. <laughs> Is that a bargain? Well, I want to stay. Then we won't let him leave, will we? No, of course not. <laughs> I don't know how any of you are able to do it. School most of the day, and then these parties afterwards. When I try to keep up with you like this, my head's in a fog most of the time. <laughs> but... Yes, Olympias? It's a bargain, Augustine. I'll stay. Oh, good, good. <laughs> oh, innkeeper! Can't you see? There's no more wine here. Fill our cups! And, and be quick about it! Now, Augustine, uh, tell us about this new theology you've been studying. Oh, Manichaeism. Mm -hmm. Well, I've not gone too deeply into it yet. However, it already seems to provide some very provocative theories. Such as... Well, um, how shall I explain it? Um, oh, I'm sure you'll be able to. <laughs> uh, you, you see, Manichaeism seeks to solve the problem of evil by teaching a metaphysical and religious dualism in which there are two eternal first principles. Oh, that does sound interesting. Mm. Well, it is. <laughs> now, now we, we must start first with certain elements of Buddhism and Gnostic Christianity and Zoroastrism, from which Mani, our Persian teacher... Uh, uh, Augustine. Augustine. Yeah, what? Uh, th that woman in the entranceway seems to be staring at you. Where? There. Oh, excuse me, gentlemen. Mother, what are you doing in Carthage? I might ask you, 
what you're doing here in this evil place. Evil? There's nothing evil here. We drink wine, we talk, nothing more. I was standing here for some moments and heard much of what you said. Augustine, my son, what has happened to you? Shh, mother, please. My friends will hear you. Then come outside with me. Oh, very well. Now, uh, tell me why you've come to Carthage. No, wait. Your clothing. You're in mourning. You're dead, isn't it? Yes. Your father died a month ago. Oh, I'm sorry, mother. Augustine, he died in a state of grace. What? Father? He started to change that day you came so close to death. He began to realize that there is a God and that nothing we do here on earth is without divine intercedence. Nothing. I never would have believed it possible, a father to accept God. He did, Augustine. And I've come here, my son, to see you do likewise. Oh, mother. Before it's too late. Before your soul is lost, Augustine. You must be baptized. I, I will be, mother, but... Uh, Back God... home, I spoke to the bishop about you. About my fears of your being lost. Do you know what he told me? What? He said a son of so many tears cannot perish. There, you see. And he said further, never cease prayer and gentle persuasion to try to convert him and reform him. This is why I've come here to Carthage, my son. And only a moment ago, my worst fears were confirmed when I saw you drinking with those, those evil friends of yours and worse, speaking heresy. Mother, I came here to study, study many things. I cannot give myself to one philosophy without first discovering everything I can about others, without weighing the merits of all others. I saw and heard. Except God now, my son. I can't, Mother. There's so much more I must learn first. No matter what the bishop told you, I, I can't be persuaded so easily. Then I'm prepared to stay here indefinitely to watch over you. Oh, Mother, please. I've taken a room at the inn up the street. I will not see you lost. I've promised God. Olympias, are you awake? Augustine, what are you doing up at this hour of the night? I've come to a decision, my friend. I want to know if you'll join me in it. What is it? Something happened? Not yet, but listen to me. Ever since my mother arrived here in Carthage, I found out I'm under too much constraint. Ah, I suspect that's why you seldom come to the inn these days. Yes, mother means well, but too well, I'm afraid, hmm? I'm not yet ready to settle down. The world is too full of new and exciting ideas which I've yet to test. So, Olympias, I've made up my mind. Oh? Before sunrise, I intend to leave here. I want to start the journey to Rome without my mother discovering where I'm headed. To Rome? Why there, Augustine? Well, I've learned what I can here. There's more I can discover in Rome. There, too, I'd like to begin teaching some of the things I already know. In Rome, away from my mother, I can learn. I can teach. And Olympias, I can live. Mm -hmm. My good friend, will you come with me? <laughs> yes. Yes, Augustine. It should be a great adventure. Why wait till morning? Why not leave right now? I can be ready in a moment. Why not? Get your things, Olympias. Hurry! Olympias, where are my students this morning? They never came. What's happened? 
Their tuition fees were due today, weren't they? Yes. I see. Mm-hmm. Thieves, that's what they are, all of them. For six months, I've taught them the best that was in me, and what have they done? Skipped off without paying for the knowledge that I've given them. Oh, don't be discouraged, Augustine. Have a drink, my friend. And then? Then we shall discuss something more pleasant, huh? That party last night, for instance? <laughs> last night? Uh... I must confess my memory's hazy. Uh, I remember vaguely that we walked through the streets singing at the top of our lungs. <laughs> and such songs, Augustine, such songs. I suspect we shocked many of our listeners. Oh, what do you mean? You don't remember? Well, not too well. Well, for instance, a few of the ballads we heard that woman singing. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, did you call on God, my skeptic friend? Yes. Olympias, what's wrong with me? Suddenly I feel ashamed. Well, for what? We had a good time. Isn't that all that matters? Is it all? Is it? Olympias, the more I think of it and realize the time that I waste with all the parties and pleasurable interludes here, the more I realize I'm throwing away my life. Throwing away your life? <laughs> Since when is pleasure a waste? But how much more there is to be gained from this life than pleasure of partying? Hmm? No, I've been making a fool of myself, carousing till all hours. I'm ashamed, Olympias. I'm ashamed. But you've done nothing wrong, my friend. Here, here. You'll feel better if you have some more wine. No, no. No more wine. What? No more parties. I, I want to be finished with it. I, I, I want to be finished with Rome, too. What? I I must get away. I must. But, but where would you go? There's an opportunity in Milan. I heard of it yesterday. Milan? Uh, uh, Bishop Ambrose is seeking a master of rhetoric. I'll apply for the position. And you, Olympias, can't I persuade you once again to come with me? <laughs> Get the job first, my friend, and then I'll give you my decision. Two years, two whole years of study and teaching. Yes. Have you ever regretted coming to Milan, Olympias? Well, to be absolutely truthful, there... There have been times of temptation. And you? For me, too. But that's only natural. Fact is that we have stayed. We've been able to learn so much. You've changed a great deal, my friend. Of course I have. And I feel a tremendous excitement, uh, anticipation almost, that I'm on the verge of a great discovery. A discovery within myself. Oh. You see, Olympias, now at last, I'm able to view in proper perspective... What I once believed to be the truth. What do you mean? Well, do you remember the times in Rome when we heard Helpidius disputing the Manichees? Oh, I remember very well. He produced things out of the scriptures not easily withstood. Yet I thought the Manichees, by the sheer brilliance of their arguments, uh, by their eloquence, met his challenges successfully. Hmm. I was wrong. In retrospect, without the emotion of their words, I've come to realize how weak in context their arguments were. And so, my friend, you no longer are an advocate of Manichaeism. I've abandoned it completely. Now, listening to His Excellency the Bishop and his orations, and in studying the Platonists, I've come to recognize for the first time the God whom I've been seeking for so long. Mm -hmm. Plato has given me knowledge of him. And, Olympias, the teachings of Christ are showing me the way. Forgive me, Excellency. My son, what is it that grieves you? Why have you come to me like this? Please forgive me, Excellency, but uh, 
I need your help. I shall do everything I can, my son. Since I accepted the post that you offered, Your Excellency, you know how assiduously I've applied myself to studying the writings that you've given me. Those of the Platonists and the others. And they've been helpful to you, haven't they? Oh, yes. And perhaps most help of all have been the sermons that I've heard you preach. Your words have had a great influence on me, Excellency. And if you've been fully persuaded to a holy Christian life, why are you in despair? Because I have no strength of purpose. Years ago, as a youth, I almost accepted God completely. I thought I was about to die. But when suddenly I recovered, I put off my baptism. Because I was weak in spirit, Excellency. As weak as I am now. I don't quite understand, Augustine. So often God has reached out and I've said, wait. Wait just a little longer. I'm not yet ready. I'm not ready because there's another adventure awaiting me around the next corner. Since you've been here in Milan, you've led an exemplary life. It's been torture, Excellency. No road to God is easy, my son. Those trials, I'm certain, have served only to strengthen you. No, they haven't strengthened me. More than two weeks ago, I began leaving my quarters in the evening, often not returning before dawn. I see. I'm very sorry to learn this. I've paid for those revelries. How I've hated myself, despised my weakness, called in vain for God to save me, a breath away from salvation, and I've fallen back into the abyss. That's why I've come to you in despair, Excellency. Give me the help I've been unable to find anywhere. Not in all the theology and theory and philosophy that I've studied for so many years. Help me, Excellency. Help me before I'm lost forever. I wish I could help you, my son. But if all the teachings of all the great minds since time began have failed to give you the strength of purpose you need, how can I succeed? Then am I lost? Is there no salvation for me? Must I keep on failing? God will never forsake you. You mustn't forsake him. Listen to me, Augustine. You once told me that you began searching for God in other theologies when you thought Christian sacred writing was too simple of style. Go back to the scriptures. Search for God in the words you once found too simple. Approach him with the humility he requires. Go to him for the answer you seek. But... Often I've prayed to God in the past, Excellency. It's done no good. Pray again, Augustine. And again and again. Humble yourself even more. If you are truly humble before him, he will hear you. I shall follow your counsel, Excellency. I have nowhere else to turn. Augustine, this brooding of yours must stop. You've been cooped up in this room so long, your pallor is frightening. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Elvis. I've had a great need to be alone. I've tried to search my thoughts and to search my soul. Oh, my friend, you must fight this depression. Come, a change will do you good. Come into the garden with me. It will be pleasant for you to relax and read. Very well. Shall I take a book for you? Oh, thank you, no. Uh, I'll stroll. You go on with your reading. Dear Lord... I've sinned. I've put off so long the life that you must want me to lead. Even now, terrible doubts invade my mind and spirit. If you are creator of good and evil, how can I, in accepting you, reject the evil of this world? 
and abide only with the good. I desire to live in your likeness. I must have confirmation. Still my doubts. Still them with your divine antecedents. Help me, oh Lord, help me. Take up and read. Read? Read what? Merciful God, tell me. Take up and read. Lord, what do you mean? What shall I read? Augustine? What is it? Oh, Olympias, my friend. Uh, may I see that book you're reading? Certainly. Here. The Epistles of St. Paul. This page, I take at random. The words spring up at me as if illuminated. What do they say, Augustine? Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering and wantonness. Not in strife and envying. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Long last he has answered me. And just below the words, another phrase. Him that is weak in the faith, receive. Long last he has heard me. And he'll always be with me. Augustine, his excellency asked me to tell you he'll be ready in a few moments. Oh, thank you, Olivius. Mother, uh, won't you sit down? God gave me strength to wait years for this day. I'm strong enough to wait a few moments longer. Oh, Mother, I'll never forgive myself for the worry and grief that I've given you. God has forgiven you. And so have I. Long ago. You had to search, my son, until you found all the answers you required. Now you can never doubt again. Never. Augustine, His Excellency is ready to baptize you. And so am I ready. At long last, I'm truly ready. Come, Mother, take my arm. We'll go in there together. What shall I say to you, my Lord? Why am I in this world? I know now to live in you. This is my passion, my honor, my glory, my joy, and my riches. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website 
at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.